Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton, and we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. All right, on today's episode of the podcast, we're going to do, I guess, sort of a deep dive into awareness and a little bit of uh, awareness training and some tools on how to build your awareness. And what kind of prompted this episode is that if you guys remember the last couple times that Kevin and I recorded together, we had some interviews that were in between there, but the last two times we recorded together, we talked about the power of patterns and how patterns are super important for bringing your dreams into reality, like becoming a container, this human container of patterns that can actually fill the dreams that you have in your subconscious and that come to you through, you know, your awareness and everything. And then the next episode, we talked about embracing discomfort. So when you're on this path of, you know, attempting to change your patterns, you're going to come up against discomfort and how important it is to push through that discomfort to get to the other side. And at the very end of that episode, we started to talk about awareness and how important awareness is in being able to notice when that discomfort is coming up and actually how to push through that. And so we're going to dive into awareness today. And just as a precursor, you don't have to have listened to those last two episodes um, to get a lot of value out of this one, but that's just where that's coming from. So if you want to hear like this whole little mini series, we would suggest to go back to those two if you haven't listened to those yet. So awareness that's yes. what we're getting to today. And it, it is pretty straightforward. So yes, you don't have to yeah. listen to the last two, although it's a deeper dive, like Chris said, but it's, you know, a stepwise process. Like you first have to have certain patterns that you're, that, I mean, we all have patterns or programming. That's literally just the nature of being human. Like we cannot be human without patterns, but then from that space of identifying and recognizing the patterns that are no longer serving you, like you said, Chris, you have to go through that discomfort in order to change them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, you, you, when you said push through the patterns, I don't know why I had this image of uh, the, you know, the age old joke of why did the chicken cross the road uh-huh. like, to, to go to the other side, of course, but like, I'm thinking of for ourselves as humans, why did we push past these patterns to build our dreams, to go to the other side of that? So mm-hmm. I don't know, that doesn't relate at all, but <laughs> it, just, it just came to mind. And so I'm sure there's some joke that we can make up there with why did the chicken cross the road to grow, yeah. but, yeah. um, Anyway, so today about awareness, and Chris, you mentioned the word training. I want to unpack what we mean by that, and then we can go into it. So awareness is not, like you know, the, the age old saying freedom is not free. Well, awareness is not just given as well. Like, mm-hmm. I think we take that for granted as human beings, because as we grow, as we develop as a, an adult, we of course have awareness, but there's levels of awareness that we can actually develop and access. And most people, most of us, and if we don't actually engage in some awareness training, then we're going to only be operating from one level of awareness, which is probably the same level of awareness that we had five years ago, 10 years ago. Maybe not the same level of awareness when we were five years old, but it's generally the same as we are an adult and when our brain is fully developed at 25 Hmm. around then. It's like generally the same unless we engage in some practices, engage in some conversations and listening to podcasts like this to be able to expand our awareness. It doesn't just happen. It's like a balloon. It's like you have to actually add air to a balloon in order for it to expand or blow up into its full potential of a balloon. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. So we have to give more life, give more prana, give more chi, give more energy of breath. Like you were saying before we even recorded Chris, that our breath is the, the prana. It's like the giving more into our awareness. So this episode we're, we're setting as a training, in other words, to help you in expanding your awareness so that you can actually go through that discomfort in a much more graceful way for you to live a life you love. Yeah. And it's, it's even to just even take like a step back. It's like being actually aware that you're, you're feeling discomfort in the first place when you're attempting to change those, those base level patterns that you have in your life. So it's like, again, you have this idea of what you want to do, or you want to be, or you want to become, you start to realize or ask yourself, and this also takes awareness, does my patterns that I have in my human experience align with what I say that I want to become? And then you have to start aligning yourself to the patterns that are actually going to bring about the dream that you say that you want or, or, or bring about the person that you want to become. And then once you embark on those new patterns, you need to have the awareness to realize when things are getting tough or when like the discomfort's coming up, because when you lack the awareness, you're going to you're most likely going to feel like stressed or, or uncomfortable. Like we just said, you're feeling this discomfort. And if you're not in that space of awareness to choose to, to continue down the path that you said that you were going to do, you're going to fall back into your old patterns. And so like that awareness piece is like, all right, like I, I'm realizing this is happening. How do I direct my life force energy into where I actually want it to go? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And let's talk about the levels of awareness then. Because you mentioned like you have to have awareness, but like what awareness? Because I mentioned this before we hit record, but I want to really highlight this now. When obviously, Chris, you know, you talked, uh, you and I talked about this topic, but the first level of awareness is just noticing, just noticing those patterns, especially when that discomfort is up or that you're feeling challenged. Like there's some part of you that you don't like is it, it's like it's running, it's running that program, right? It's it's present in your in your body, it's present in your mind. The first level of awareness is just noticing that. And I've experienced this, that I feel like I'm crazy sometimes if I'm just Mm. accessing this level of awareness, because we know better. Like if we are just noticing the pattern, we know that, that this pattern is not life giving that thought, that feeling, that behavior, it's not life giving, but we feel so entrenched in it. We feel so stuck at this level of awareness because we're just noticing it. In other words, we're still in the human experience. We're not accessing our greater potential, our our soul self. We actually have a whole episode on that some months ago, uh, like a month or two ago on like accessing your soul self or like living from your soul. Yeah. When we're just in our human experience of like just thinking or just feeling, just that level, we're just noticing the pattern and we don't feel like we're more than that. We feel like we mm. are the pattern, like that's all mm. who we are. And so that's one level of level of awareness. And that's where we just feel like we're in the rut. We just keep repeating patterns and it just feels just icky. Yeah. And at, at that stage, your, your, your identity is you're identifying yourself with your current patterns. Exactly. That's what I heard you saying. It's like, you notice yeah. that they're there and you're identifying that, okay, I noticed that this is this, but this is who I am. Like you're yeah. noticing it, right? So what's the next step? What do we, how do we, how do we go the next, the next place above that? Cause I think a lot of people understand that they're probably there. They've been there at certain periods of their life where they're like, all right, like I get that. I'm noticing, I feel a little discomfort in these patterns. Like I kind of know that I want to change, but I feel like this is just who I am and I'm noticing that. Yes. Well, it's kind of interesting how simple it is, but how powerful it is. Cause you take that same word 
because it's still awareness. It's still noticing those two words we, we can use interchangeably. Then the next level of awareness is notice that you're noticing or being aware that you are aware. Hmm. In other words, it's being the observer, being the conscious awareness of the experience in human nature, the thought, the feeling, the behavior. <clears throat> and that changes everything. Because yeah. and this, I will say this is, this is what requires training. And we're all well-trained in the first level of awareness of just noticing, because that's the level of awareness we began training in when we were first born. It's like learning how to be human in all the programming, all the uh, societal uh, habits and behaviors and accepted norms. Like all of that is just the level of awareness of noticing. Like I can mm -hmm. notice that the thought that I have <clears throat> is either feeling good or feeling bad. Like it's, it's uh, uplifting and empowering to myself or it's disempowering. And I feel like I'm sabotaging myself. So, okay, I noticed that. But then when you notice that you're noticing that pattern, I find that you access your true nature of who you really are as a soul, that you are more than those thoughts. You are more than those feelings. You are more than those patterns or habits. But now you are actually engaged or living from that sense of self, that mm. you are not the thought, you are not the pattern, you are not the feeling, you're not the behavior. You are the one who has those. You, you are the conscious possessor or the person or the, the one, the being rather, who possesses those things. It's, it's, a, it's a literal state of possession. It's like you have those. Like we, none of us wake up any day and say, say I, I am thought. It's like, no, I, I, I have thoughts. Or we don't think, and sometimes we do use these words of like, I am sad or mm -hmm. I am happy, but the truer verbiage we would use is I have, or I feel I'm experiencing sadness, happiness, all of that. But again, we are the ones who have those feelings. We are the ones who have the thoughts, same thing with behaviors and actions we take with this physical body. So it's all a possession, but it's, it's really the, the, the name of the game is us expanding our ability to be aware in the moment that we are aware and that shit takes time like, yeah. and, and, and training because it's so it's like fish in a fish in water. You ask a fish, what's water. It's like, what do you mean? Like, it's just the thing around us. Like that's, that's what the first level of, of awareness is like no one it's difficult to talk about it because it's the whole of our human experience but we have to get yeah. beyond that. It's, we have to go beyond the water and, and breathe in the air. <laughs> we're, the, we're the spirits that are beyond this human experience. That was a, that was a beautiful explanation that you just gave of all that, honestly. Thanks. Man. And it, it, is a, it, it is very nuanced. But what I wanted to say is that what I noticed right away is that going back to my point about the identifying yourself with the feeling or the pattern, it, it removes that identification from you being that. And that yes. opens up a world of possibilities to say, okay, I'm feeling sad right now, or I'm feeling this discomfort when I'm about to try to change this pattern or whatever. I'm not really that feeling though. So it opens up this ability to be like, okay, if I'm not this feeling, then what am I? And then where can I direct this I am to something that's more empowering for me versus just identifying with this feeling of sadness or this exactly. feeling of you know discomfort. And that's mm -hmm. the key. And that's the key that's going to come up when it's like you're trying to change patterns and you're trying to change habits. Exactly. Because you're going to, you're going to feel those things. A hundred percent. And it's like, if you, here's another thing. It's like, if you identify with those feelings of discomfort or sadness, 
what's most likely going to happen if you don't take that extra step of awareness to 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 remove your identity from that you're probably going to going to go down a path of attempting to placate that feeling of discomfort or feeling of sadness with another pattern habit that you do to relax yourself. And that again, is going to start creating those neural pathways in your brain to start like doing those things over and over again. And you're going to be stuck in this, in this pattern of feeling a certain way, doing a thing that you're used to doing to placate that feeling over and over again, if you don't take that next step up. Definitely. Which another point to really key in on for all of us, including myself, I know this for you too, Chris, is to really see ourselves in those situations where we're only at one level of awareness of noticing with love. Hmm. Because it is, it's not something most people talk about or that anyone probably in your immediate circle of influence, friends, family, coworkers, society, or just the people you surround yourself in an environment, most people don't even know this at all have never even considered or been introduced to something like this. So how are we to be one who like is just so aware and so enlightened to be living this way all the time? It's, it's maybe not impossible, but it's highly improbable, especially in, in a, the beginning or mid journey of really developing awareness. Like it's in other words, what I'm saying is it's okay. Like to not beat yourself up or feel like you're such a bad person or that you're not evolved enough or aware enough. Like, it's not about shaming yourself or blaming yourself into greater awareness. You have to love yourself into greater awareness. So like, it's a, that's a whole nother conversation, I think, but yeah, to, to make well, a quick point, yeah, you have to, you have to love yourself. So this. I think, I, I think, uh, is there another level of awareness that you want to speak to or is that, I mean, gonna... yeah, there's different ways of talking about it. That's like the primary to, I think we'll stick with that for today. Cause there's actually, dude, I don't know if you remember, but this was like a year ago or more there were, there, I, I think you and I did this episode together. If not, we think, I think we talked about this in other episodes, but there's an entire episode I've at least done, but maybe we did together uh, that is called the four levels of awareness. Dude, I and, think we both did it. Okay. I believe, cause I, yeah. I literally remember I was doing a, like an analysis on our episodes. And I think that was one of the top like 20 mm. most listened mm-hmm. to. So I think, I don't know if people are longtime listeners who are listening to this one, if you remember that episode, but if you haven't, maybe we can put that in the show notes to go check that out. Sure. That's a full in-depth Exactly. But what, why I'm making a quick nuance is like, I think what we're talking about is enough because there's like these two levels, the four levels speak about in a, in a, it in a different way. Um, because the first stage in that is like victimhood. Second stage is like, mm. there's an empowerment, like a by means, like life is happening. Right, by me, right. if you remember? Right. So like yep. that second stage, like, yeah, you're starting to access noticing what you're noticing. But the third stage in that episode of the through me phase where life is happening through me, that's really where the noticing what you're noticing comes in. And then it's like, it's like highly charged and, and maybe even let go of it, the fourth stage, but anyway, in that episode, but yeah, it's kind of like, it's a little bit different than what we're talking about now, but it does intertwine. I think the way, the way that we're explaining it in this episode sounds more practical in terms of yeah. what, we're, what we're trying to, what we're trying to hammer home is that you need to, to try to develop this level of awareness so that you can step above your feelings in the moment and actually when you go to that next level, then you can actually choose to, to, to say like, I actually want to do this regardless of how I feel. Right. And I think that's the crux of really changing patterns and implementing, you know, things in your life that you really would love to implement. Because Definitely. we we talked about this in the last episode, or maybe it was the one before about how you're not always going to want to do things. It's just impossible. Like if you have that, if the, like that, that, I don't want to say delusional thinking about that. Cause I used to, I used to feel that way. Literally. I was like, 
if, if I, if I'm a person who wants to work out, I should wake up and love working out every day. Or maybe I just don't want to do it. Like I used to think that way. It's just not, it's not the right way to, to think about things. Like you're you're going to come up. Yeah, exactly. It's not a, tr- it's not the truth. So you're going to come up against times in your life, especially when you're trying to change where you're going to wake up and say, I don't want to do this. Mm. And if you identify with that feeling or that discomfort of not wanting to do it, you're going to go down that path and not end up doing it. And so this piece of awareness, stepping above that and saying, okay, I'm not that feeling. I'm the observer of that feeling. And because I'm the observer of that feeling, I can actually choose to do something irregardless of how I feel. Exactly. That's the power. Right. Yeah. Which changes everything, changes you. Mm-hmm. So it's, go ahead. Oh, well, I wanted to go into, I guess, because uh, I've been practicing this a lot, this this idea of, of, of awareness training and building awareness. Yes. And so I feel like in just like as a pref, it's I feel like in today's day and age, like if you're if you're if you're a part of this world right now and you have social media and you have a phone and you have Netflix and you have all these things that you're connected to, like your awareness is probably being pulled in a bunch of different directions all the time. And your attention span is probably like scattered too. And you might need some awareness training, like like the ability to like actually sit and focus so that when these moments come up about feeling this discomfort, you actually have this like split second to actually assess the situation and say, okay, I'm feeling discomfort. Like, what do I want to do with this? Right. And that's how literally I was feeling up until like, I don't know, like four to five months ago until I started like actually trying to focus on being present and being aware. Yep. And the one thing that has helped me more than anything, and again, like we've talked about this so many times in our so many times in our podcast, is some type of meditation practice. Yes. And the reason that meditation works so well with this is that over time, it could be sitting meditation, it could be walking meditation, it could be any any type of I I would even venture to say that med, like meditation could be any time that you're just disconnected and unplugged from the world and you're just sitting and kind of just enjoying the presence of yourself and just kind of watching your thoughts and just like, you know, it doesn't have to be sitting in a lotus position and like, you know, like following your breath. It can literally just be walking out of nature or walking in a park and just focusing and paying attention. And studies have shown that meditation actually creates different like neural structures in your prefrontal cortex. Like I think mm-hmm. it's gray matter, I think. Gray like, matter, yes. gray matter. I was just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. And like, like the, the more gray matter you have and the more, the more evolved your prefrontal cortex is, the more aware you can be in situations when your midbrain or your patterns start to take over. Like you will actually be, yeah, the limbic system, like, and the limbic system is all about like emotions and patterns. Like you feel an emotion, you do something. And that's like a lot of like the processes of where addictions start, you know, addictions to whatever it could be addictions to coffee, addictions to social media, like any kind of thing that you kind of feel you automatically do right? When you feel discomfort. And so building, building this, this strength in your prefrontal cortex through, through actually doing meditation or walking or, or breath work, or just something where you're disconnecting from the world, it can really help you in those moments to actually feel like you can make different choices. It's mm-hmm. like, you won't just go down those pathways of, oh, I have this feeling I'm going to do this. It's like, you have this feeling. And then you get this split second awareness of like, wait, do I really want to do this? And that's like the whole point of the prefrontal cortex. It's like being able to make decisions and also being able to understand what those decisions are going to do for your future. Hmm. Mic drop. (laughs) You said a lot there, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Just to let that land. Uh, Especially because there's a couple of things you shared that I know, I mean, shoot, we can go on a whole episode about and like get into the research, but I want to highlight some things. 
So especially if someone is not extremely aware of what, say, the, the different parts of the brain you just mentioned. So super simple understanding the prefrontal cortex you mentioned, that is in charge of rational decision making primarily. I mean, there's many, many other functions of it, but it's decisions like conscious decisions that we make. So when you have a more strengthened prefrontal cortex, or there's more neural connections there, then like you said, you're able to make decisions, even in moments of feeling like, ah, I don't want to, but you do it anyway. Uh, so that grows gray matter. You mentioned gray matter is literally just the, actually, this is a good question. I actually don't know exactly how to describe that. I know it's obviously the part of the brain where the it, it can change and evolve and grow because what is the other there's gray and then isn't gray and white white, white mm. matter do you happen to remember what the white matter is no um, we can look it up i think the white matter doesn't change um but gray matter is what evolves it is it ultimately is connected with neuroplasticity that principle that our neuro neurons can literally change connections so it can evolve they can grow and so literally there are scientific studies that prove meditation and I, i'm pretty sure those scientific studies that have been done are particularly, particularly, oh my God, that word are specifically, yeah, it's hard to say that word, but so specifically <laughs> about uh, seated meditation and closing your eyes and focusing on your breath or focusing on one pointed, one, a one point focus, like you're like a certain thought or like a mantra that I'm pretty sure is the scientific study of that. So it literally grows gray matter. It expands it. Um, so yeah, those are the more like just nuances and just wanted to highlight because yeah, yeah. other than that, everything you said was spot on. I'm looking up. So gray matter is made of neuronal cell bodies, while white matter primarily consists of myelinated axons. In the brain, white matter is found closer to the center of the brain, whereas the outer cortex is mainly gray matter. Okay, right. so the outer cortex is the prefrontal cortex, mainly right. gray matter. So the the studies on meditation that show it's like a thickening of the gray matter. Yep. It's just like you're you're like like if you've maybe you can do this exercise throughout the week because it's very interesting when you when you pay attention to this. And this is also an exercise in awareness, like try your best to notice when you feel some level of discomfort. It can be, it can even be feeling too happy, <laughs> like, or it could be feeling like sad. It's like any kind of feeling that's outside of your normal, like range of feeling. And then see if you like automatically start to think about certain things or if you start to automatically reach to do certain things. Cause I noticed for myself, it was when I had like, let's say something difficult come up at work or like a meeting that I was nervous about. I would notice that that day I was on my phone way more because mm -hmm. whenever I felt some level of discomfort, I would automatically pick up my phone. Like there wasn't even like a, a decision process. Right. It was like discomfort, Instagram, discomfort, Instagram. And it's like, when you're in those loops, your prefrontal cortex is not online. Like you're not thinking about your decisions. You're just doing something out of habit. You're just doing something. And, and again, like it's, it's like that, that, that activity that you're doing has some type of benefit for you because it's, it's calming your nervous system in, in, in some type of way. Otherwise you wouldn't be continually going back to it. But it's like, if you're really trying to become more aware and you're really trying to implement good patterns and good habits that are going to move you forward, you need to be aware of those things that you're doing automatically and again, the point of strengthening the prefrontal cortex, and there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Like meditation is just one of them, but strengthening the prefrontal cortex will actually allow you to think about doing things before you do them. <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of the, and that's kind of the awareness piece, Kev, that you were talking to with the two levels of awareness. It's like, yes. understand, like feeling that I have a feeling or noticing that I have a feeling and then just doing something anyway, that's like your prefrontal cortex is kind of not, not activated. Right. Yeah realizing that you have a feeling or an emotion and then taking that next step above it and saying, okay, I'm not that feeling. 
what do I want to do with this? What's going to actually benefit me in the future? Like, how do I plan? Like, that's the prefrontal cortex activity. It's like that ability to rationalize, to plan, to make decisions, to understand what you're about to do and how it can potentially harm you in the future. Mm-hmm. And so it's like taking back that power. Exactly. Yeah. And it, you, you, this is actually a little while ago that you mentioned this briefly, but you use the words like you may need to do some training to develop that. Nah, it, you need to. Like not might, it, like if you really want to evolve and grow, it is required, I believe. Like, like I mentioned before, it's like very early in this podcast episode that it's not just going to happen to us. Like we have to consciously engage and create this. So meditation, like you said, is one of them. Mm-hmm. The other, and it's such a simple thing, but it's so powerful. Just using those words that I mentioned before, and it's what I literally call it a soul tool because it a- helps us access our true nature as a soul is to notice what you're noticing. Like literally just by thinking that thought, maybe even saying it out loud as a mantra, like literally in part of my meditation, at least once a day, or at least once during any meditation I do is I literally just think the thought, notice what I'm noticing. And sometimes, I think I mentioned this before in some other episode a while ago, but sometimes I actually imagine that I am like like in my etheric body, my spiritual, like my astral form, literally observing my mm. human Kevin Carton version of myself. So like, I'm noticing what I'm noticing in that level. I don't think you have to do that, but yeah. it could sometimes help if you feel connected with that kind of experience. But so noticing what you're noticing, that phrase, but it's really an experience helps develop that ability as well, because that's literally the, the ability to notice what you're yeah. noticing. I do something similar. Um, I don't imagine myself etherically above myself and observing, like I, I, I try to completely detach my identity from that above feeling. Mm. So it's like, I, even today I was sitting in meditation this morning. I was just sitting there and like listening to some music and just, just like kind of watching my thoughts flow. Vibe. And I was, I was thinking about working on the stress course. Right. And I was feeling some fear around it. And so I like took the step above that and I was like, all right, like I'm noticing these feelings of fear that I'm having, but those aren't those feelings of fear aren't me. So like, what am I? It's like, the, it's, you're just this consciousness that is, that is putting energy into those feelings. Right. And so I had this, I had this weird thought of saying that like this next level up of awareness that I feel that I'm just this consciousness, I can be transported. Like this feeling can be transported to anybody else's body. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. whenever we go up into that next level, we're all accessing that same level of like base consciousness, that yeah. power. Yes. And it's like totally identifying with that. And then once you have like, you kind of sit with that a little bit and you feel that that identity of this just one consciousness, then you feel more empowered to start making decisions because then it's like, maybe I, this, th- this feeling of consciousness isn't afraid. Mm, yes. Like the, the uh, what's it called? Like the, the expression of this consciousness through Chris is afraid. Mm. So it's, it's very interesting. And I, I'm trying to work on that a little bit more. Because it's, it's, it's like that feeling is very fleeting. Sometimes it's like, I feel that. And then I think about something else and I'm back in my body. Of course, about something else. I'm back in my body. It's like, it's, it's just, it's like almost like a struggle. (laughs) That's the training right there. Yeah. And and heck shoot. Like in in any meditation, like training I've, I've received, they always talk about that is that it's not about getting off track when meditating. It's actually the process of bringing yourself back more centered and aligned. That is the meditation. So getting off track is actually in many ways, a part of it, especially the beginning mm. stages of it, middle stages of it. So it's not wrong when that happens, but it's like, oh, good news. I have an opportunity to come back 
And you know, you speaking of that just reminded me of an, an analogy that I literally just, it dawned on me. I felt like it was given to me by spirit just yesterday or two days ago, just this past weekend, was that our awareness, you mentioned this one consciousness, it's light, literally the light of awareness, we say. And we can equivalent, it, it, light is equivalent to con- consciousness. So think of the sun. The sun is always shining. It's ever present. It's been there for millions of years and it's always present. But we in our human experience on earth, we experience it sometimes when it's sunny and there's no clouds in the sky, but sometimes there's clouds and clouds are okay. They're actually really beautiful when they're, you know, going around and just being clouds and vibing. Like there's, you know, some of the clouds, like blue Mm. skies and, and clouds. And we love the clouds. We love to see them. Right. So clouds are like thoughts. And as you just watch them go by in the field of your awareness, it's like, oh, cool. I can pick and choose and focus on the thought here, there. Great. But then when it gets overcast and it gets stormy and cloudy, we call that bad weather or it's not an enjoyable experience for many humans. Although me and my wife, we love the rain and I know many people do, but just the kind of context of this story or this example, it's literally like the consciousness or the light is cut off. Like you Mm -hmm. cannot see it. However, above the clouds, if you fly high enough, it is always shining. So the light is always there. The consciousness is always there. The awareness is always there, but it's how it's being filtered through. Mm. And then we experience that as a human is like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is bad. But again, light consciousness, it's always there. It's always present. It's always loving and warm. I quite literally light is always warm. Um, so just that's always there, but uh, our ability to access that, that's, that's the challenge, the work. Yeah. And it's like, the, the awesome part is, is that every, every human being has access to that which is really, really nice, right? And I wanted to speak to something too, just really quick that, and again, using what, so basically using what you just said about being able to like access that level of consciousness, you can use that to help you stay, stay on the path of the patterns that you say that you want to do. So it's like, you have this dream, you have this vision, and you're like, I want to do this with my life. Then you analyze your life and say, okay, do my patterns allow me to be a good vessel for that idea? If it's a yes, okay, continue with your patterns. If it's a no, then you say, okay, what kind of patterns do I actually need to implement or what kind of habits do I need to have to become that? Then you start implementing that and you're going to come up against resistance. You will come up against resistance. We talked about this in the last episode. It's like, it's a good thing that you're coming up against resistance. Embrace that discomfort. But then when you're in that discomfort, don't identify with the discomfort, use this ability to take a a step up to the next level of awareness and be and realize you're more than that, to then come from that place and choose to continue down the path that you said you're going to continue down. And what this is going to do over time, it's not going to be as difficult as it is in the beginning, because over time, you're going to start building those new neural pathways until eventually that new pattern is the norm. And then there'll be maybe something else that you'll want to do. But it's like, you want to you want to have that mentality of struggling through this or embracing the discomfort through this long enough for it to eventually become the new habit or the new pattern. And then that's when you really like become it. Yes. And that, that, that journey you walk through and we do that, I mean, ideally many, many times in our life. It's not yeah, just exactly. a one-time thing. It's a journey, but that actually, I would, I'm would. i so glad you walked us through that in just that brief 60 seconds to recap. 
because that process actually develops awareness too. Yes. Like in other words, it anchors it actually. Cause like, I think a lot of us have the awareness and even moments have noticing what we're noticing and we're aware that we're aware, but it, it's those decisions that we're following up with and following mm. in through on a regular basis, daily, weekly, monthly, that we then grow to have the capacity, like you <clears> said, Chris, to have the new pattern and then allow life force energy to flow through us in through those patterns to then create the results that we want to experience in life. So that like, and that dude, I so love this. It, it took me a long time and I feel like I'm still growing in this too, but that physical results, like actually manifestations in our current reality, that's a sign and signal of growth in our awareness, mm-hmm. which dude, that is a contradictory thing. It seems <laughs> because a lot of people thinking of like, yeah, I'm growing spiritually, but their life isn't changing physically. It's like, there's some mismatch and maybe that's not someone's goal. And so that's okay too. But like, if you really want to grow spiritually, I believe that the other side of the coin is seeing the physical changes in your life so that you're demonstrating this expanded awareness that is God-given. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm listening to what you say, like you saying that it's just like, I'm getting all these ideas that are pinging forward as well. It's like that, that, that is our entire podcast. Science that's and spirituality, any, yes. That's any, that is any personal development that you've read. That is any, like, it, so if you're, if you're a person who's been, let's say, reading personal development for years and nothing's changing, it's like, it's that piece of application and seeing it change and actually feeling like, dude, um, like, Jesus talks about this all the time. Mm. It's like, it's the inward transformation that then presents itself outward. Yeah. It's like, it's like you, you can, you can go, let's say, and this is an example, like a religious example, you can go to church, like you can do like, and you know, uh tithe or whatever, but like, if that doesn't actually change your heart on the inside to become a better person, it's not actually doing anything. Right. It's just inter- entertainment. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's like, th- that's like the crux of the work. And it's like, it is uncomfortable, but I think that's also the point. Like it's supposed to be uncomfortable supposed to feel like discomfort so that when you get to the other side and Kev, you put it beautifully. I don't think I can repeat what you said, but the, like that it's, that's the process. It's like realizing you have this awareness, doing something to change and using that awareness to change Mm. and then seeing the change and then being like, wow, I use my awareness to change. And then you'll be able to use that for uh, uh, as many other things in your life. Forever. It's Forever. forever yours. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. Life is a journey. It's beautiful. It's fantastic, magical, challenging, yeah. hard. But yo, dude, <laughs> here's what I here's what I wanted to say. I just got so yeah. excited. Okay, your 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 example that you just walked through, that is what all personal development talks about, and what all like like religion talks about is like living an inside out world. We live in right. an inside out world. That's exactly. like that was what what you just described, like. The thing I said, the thing you said, that's what, that's, that's the crux of it. Like it's right. Changing on the inside. Yes. And it, yeah, one, just to tie a bow <laughs> on all of that for yeah. me, it's, it, cause this, this took me a while to really get comfortable with that. It's the physical manifestation of it. Cause sometimes I would feel like, oh, like, you know, am I being too materialistic or like, am I being selfish for wanting, you know, more money or like that car or like that new home or like you know, growing business or like greater health. Like it's like, it seems on a surface level is like, Oh, like that's like very, I don't know. Well, surface level. It's like, seems like, so like 
uh, again, selfish, materialistic, but it's, it's actually not. It's deeply spiritual when it's connected in this way. It's not for the sake of just having those things, but it's for the, the sake of your own soul's growth, you, mm. you growing as a soul. So Yeah, dude, um, seek, seek first the kingdom and all else will be added. Mm. The, kingdom of, the, the kingdom of God is your highest ideal. It's like thinking of the person that you want to become more than anything else and aligning with that. It's like, that's the internal transformation. And then seek first the kingdom, all else will be added. Everything else will be added to you after that. Mm -hmm. But it's that initial internal transformation. Then all the physical outward things are are added. Amen. And so it is. Yeah. Mock tub. Yes. (laughs) That's beautiful. Well, I feel complete. Yeah. I will say the one final thing that feel complete in terms of the message, but if you want to continue this journey, I mean, shoot, listen to this episode again. There was so much that we covered in this. And if you'd love to join me and potentially my brother, I don't know if he's joining me yet, but in September, I'm hosting an event in Denver to basically grow, help growing awareness. That's literally what we're doing for two days at Soul Builder Live. So if you want to check out more details, see if you're interested and want to join us for this two-day event, then check out the link in the description of this episode, which is soulbuilderlive.com. And it's literally a deep dive training or an an immersion training where you're going to be with like-minded people. My goal is to have like 30, 40 people there, maybe more, but uh, we're going to join together as a community to grow in awareness. And I'll help you train in more of these tools to help you in your life. So again, click the link in the description if you resonate with that. And hopefully I'll see you in person. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I don't think we've met many of our listeners in person. Or no, many. not many. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. Especially if you're yeah. around the area. I get if travel is a lot. We have listeners across the world, so yeah. it might not be accessible, but if you, if you can make it, I would love to see you in person. Cool. But all right. I'm good to go. Same. Well, for you listening, we wish you the best in transform, transforming your life and expanding awareness. Mm-hmm. It's really the purpose of our work here. So enjoy your day. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.